in a world where podcasts exist. There are two hosts who will do anything to talk to you about video games on this edition of Downtime Podcast number 103 with Elisa and Jeremy with original soundtrack and score by Elisa. With the same cadence and notes at all times. Waiting for that Game of Thrones video game to come out. Which that real one. <laughs> which we'll get to later in this episode because there might actually be a Game of Thrones oh, video game. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I saw that rumor too, and I'm like, what? To be discussed. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm doing well. Um, I'm getting back in the gaming world after about two weeks of not playing much. And I picked up. I told you last week that I picked up Danganronpa. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. man, I have a lot of thoughts about that game. Okay, yeah, I know you've been posting some screenshots on the Discord. Yes. So the first thing that I want to do before I discuss the game is I want to tell you what the definition of of Danganronpa. Oh my goodness, Dang Danganronpa is those Danganronpas. Those Dangan Rampas. So, uh, looking at Google, the series name is a portmanteau of the Japanese words Dangan or Dangan bullet and Rampa, the act of refuting someone's point forcefully, which goes into the user uh, interface and a lot of the UX of the game itself. So, this is a very interesting game. I got the trilogy, and so I'm playing the very first episode, or like the first game of the trilogy, which is called Trigger Happy Havoc, and it introduces the concept of uh, Danganronpa. Okay. All right, so your name is Makoto, because everyone's name just happens to be Makoto in the video game world. (laughs) Now, uh, Makoto... Uh, he applies to be part of this private school, and I want to say it's called Hope's Peak. And okay. it's a private school that only accepts 15 people. And what you have to do is you have to have an outstanding ability or skill, like you are the ultimate singer or you're the ultimate baseball player or you're the ultimate like fanfic writer i'm not kidding there's an ultimate fanfic writer like oh. you are the ultimate of your skill set and the main character is represents the average joe he is an average joe because he doesn't have an outstanding skill in fact he gets accepted into the private school because of a lottery <laughs> You know how you can take a lottery to be accepted into a school if you don't live in that district? Yes. Same concept. So he got accepted into this school. And so everyone has this title of like, 
ultimate like street racer or ultimate swimmer or ultimate all of these things and so the main character makoto his his ultimate is the ultimate lucky boy <laughs> okay because he won the lottery <laughs> to get okay th- th- okay this is how this has gone down okay <laughs> okay so immediately something's wrong with the school because of course there's something wrong with the school um there is a giant teddy bear and this giant teddy bear turns out is a sadistic headmaster of the school hope's peak okay and i want to say that the um what is god what is the teddy bear's name it's like momofuka or something like that but i feel like that's wrong i think i butchered it i'm sorry everyone uh, but okay we're it's Oh, Monokuma, Monokuma, Monokuma. That makes more sense. Okay, I was like, what am I saying? I same pronunciation about we're close. So, so he's the headmaster. So this is a so the 15 people who just got accepted into Hope's Peak, it turns out that it's a special school. So, they are trapped in their school and the goal is that all of these ultimate people um, the only way they can escape the school is if they murder one of their classmates. Okay. So it's very, very much becoming a battle royale, and there are certain rules for the players to escape, and what what uh Monokuma says graduate from the school. So the specifications are one: you have to kill one of your classmates, and then two. Um, after you find a murdered classmate, a trial is held because Monokuma knows who killed the classmate. So basically what the, the goal is the, you have to get away with murder on the trial. So like, so every single student gets put on trial and then you have to basically sh- prove who the actual suspect is. But if if you can get away with it and you're not proven the suspect, then you don't. Then you grad you so to speak. You graduate and you pass and you can escape the school because you did the two things: one, you murdered someone, and two, you got away with it. I see. So your goal, but you're playing as Makoto, and Makoto's the main character. So your goal, actually, and this is the premise of it, is down the line, all of these 15 students and classmates of yours are going to go down one by one. And whenever there's a trial, you, as the player, you have to figure out who the suspect is. And what I'm presuming, and then like you have to solve the cases and solve the crimes. So what I'm assuming is by the end of this game, it's probably you, the main character, Makoto, and like three other people. And you as a main character are probably going to try to get away with not killing people as long as you could possibly do it. And I'm pretty sure that when you get to the final three, like you have to make some moral choices. <laughs> I want to say that because uh, I've seen gameplay of it before. The trials are like Ace Attorney. Hmm. Yeah. And 
I gotta I gotta say, Jeremy. So I have played up to the first character death. Which by the way was a plot twist. I was not expecting that to happen with this character. So Makoto meets a character, and what I actually assumed was this character was going to be one of the final three or like the final five characters that he makes it to to the end and that there was going to be a huge betrayal of some sort oh it turns out that they just straight up got murdered in like the first three hours i was like oh okay oh all right well i guess you were not that important to the story (laughs) (laughs) or yeah i mean i guess so right yeah yeah that seems to be the case I, i i guess you can call this person a catalyst a catalyst to what could happen in the future though like i said i only played up to finishing the trial of the first character death so i'm not sure mhm mhm um i will say that um it, this game can get pretty gruesome so they replaced the blood color with pink so that they so that they hide the goriness even though it's very obvious and <laughs> as, okay okay as you do as, hide it with pink of course of course and then in the trial so um the name of the game is called Tri- trigger happy havoc and pretty much the what happens is you have to figure out clues in um in the school because you have to figure out who murdered one of your friends and when you find those clues they come as um truth bullets and so it it's very similar Jeremy to yakuza when you're in the video chat and you have to shoot the moving target so that you can say the correct phrase in the sentence so that you can talk to the video girl ah yes of course yes it's very similar to that so you're trying and you're on a timer just like in yakuza okay so to solve the crime you have to put all of these clues together and very similar to that format of times running out and you have to shoot the correct phrases shoot the correct clues i see yeah and then at the end after everything's said and done and you figured out who the um trial or who the suspect is you have to create a comic which by the way confused me because i was thinking so the format is there's a comic a comic strip and there's missing panels and you have to fill the panels with the picture uh, in order of how the crimes uh happened mm-hmm. i was like freaking out at first i actually wasted a good five minutes because i was like why the fuck is the- none of this working because i was thinking of an american style comic that go that you read from left to right Oh, and then the, I see. I and see. then I realized five minutes into it, I was like, "Oh my god, I wasted so much time because the fucking comic is like a manga that goes right to left." <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and I was like, "Japanese things, oh my goodness." <laughs> so, gotcha. I, I, as you can probably tell, I succeeded in figuring out who the first suspect of the, you know, of the game was after the first character death well technically two character deaths so i started off with 15 including myself we are now down to 12 <laughs> hmm, okay so three people have died two pe- so one person died because they were murdered by a classmate 
Another person died because they defied Monokuma, the headmaster, and then the headmaster okay. killed them. And then, oh, wow. oh, of course, of course. And then three, because I chose the correct killer, um, they were killed because they did not get away with the crime. I see. So the format of this game is one of your classmates gets killed, find clues, prove who the killer is, that that suspect gets killed as well, and then and then down the line students leave one by one until we get to like what I presume is like four final people including your main character and that's probably the final chapter. Mm, okay. Um, so, oh, and, oh my god, Jeremy, I forgot to, one more, one more thing. So, after you finish the comic book panel to, of the closing argument, um, there is a rhythm game that was inserted for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that that works for you, right? It works perfectly for <laughs> me, but a part of me was just like, what is going on right now? Like, first of all, this trial is taking, like, an hour to go through, <laughs> Right, right. Like the like the actual trial itself, I was like, "Oh my god, I ha- like I by the third clue that I found, I knew who the killer was already." And then and then when I was actually in the trial mode of the game, it took so long to Oh my god. <laughs> to finally get the suspect. Like I was just like, "I wish there was like a a thing where like in the corner of the screen you press like options and it just says choose the killer i knew who the killer was so right right exactly it was so oh my gosh um so my one of my biggest complaints of the game is i think the trial took too long i think the trial for me just because i had to read everything took like an hour and it could have easily been 20 minutes in my opinion mm, yeah i see what you're saying yeah it just took the it took way too long and then um some of the cut scenes it just kept repeating itself so a lot of the f- the f- the froofy fruff that <laughs> that um the filler like the filler reactions like the oh like all of that was just unnecessary at points like the character like- screaming and you're just like stop it i'm trying to get over this yeah you're like you're like well like it's not helping me. I already know. Just move on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it already. <laughs> what a what a fake reaction. Exactly. <laughs> um, I get it. Uh, so, uh, the concept I I really like just because it is a mystery as well as and there's a little bit of spice to it because you know for a fact that your cohort is actually dying off. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, let's work together and figure this out. It's like, no, you're act like they're all actually dying. So mm-hmm. it's it, it's straight to the point. Uh, finding the clues is very fun. I so we'll see what happens uh, when I play through the first game. I I was able to figure out the suspect pretty easily in the first round. But uh, in the first chapter, but I wonder if it gets harder. So, um, I see. Yeah, because uh, there was a really obvious clue. Like it was fucking obvious, Jeremy. So like, 
Um, basically, there was a, a like, because I don't want to spoil it too much for like people listening, but just to so think of it like kind of like a password. So there was like, and I'm and I'm like calling it a password just because I don't want to spoil what the clue is. So there's a password on the wall, and it's like you look at the password visually and you figure and you can figure out who who the killer is automatically like i didn't have to find any other any of the other clues it was so wait i see yeah like the like this password that was on the wall just was so obvious who the who so are are you saying that the game is too easy overall i don't know yet because I haven't played the next chapters because I've only played through one kill or one what character they... death or it's like one character murder. I've only played through one character murder so I don't know, but that clue was so blatantly easy that I was like, "Huh. That was so easy." <laughs> right, right. Like they might pull a twist on you. What if that's not actually the killer? You don't know yet, right? Oh, I I, I know it's a, I know it's the killer cuz I went through the trial already and then that pers- oh, okay, that okay. person's already dead now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, that person's dead. But, but real, but like, it was a little bit sh- shocking and a little bit surprising how straightforward that clue was. <laughs> like, oh. because I gotta admit, the game had a few clues that you had to think about them before you put the pieces together who was the killer but this was the clue but this clue like this password was like oh i know exactly who this person is so um i see yeah i uh, so we'll find out next week in chapter two if all the clues are easy or if it because that was a tutorial i gotta admit that was like that was your tutorial trial to i see yeah so anything can happen well, okay. Yeah. Uh, please keep us updated. Yep. Like as as much as you can without spoiling anything. Yeah, this is um very typical JRPG style of like what the fuckery. Right. Um, I'm having a good time though. I think the game's fun. Like I said, the, my only gripe is how long the trial process is. It's unnecessarily long, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but, and I'll, cause like Jeremy, there's a, there's a rhythm game. Why do you need a rhythm game in this game? I don't, like yeah. as someone who loves rhythm games, I cannot tell you the reason why there's a rhythm game here. I, uh, I wish I could tell you exactly <laughs> what, how that fits into the whole game. I wish I could tell you too. <laughs> I really do. Uh, well, I mean like more, more evidence that people love rhythm games, right? Yep. Um, a few things I want to call out in this game. Uh, so, oh, the funny thing is part of this game takes a persona type of aspect where you have free time in the game to make friendships with people. But then a part of me is like, how do these friendships benefit if everyone's going to die in the end? Right, right, right. Like, it's just one of those things where I I just have to figure it out on my own. Because, like, the person that I, like, was making a friendship with got killed off in the first three hours of the game so you're like all my wasted efforts all my wasted efforts so Mm, yeah you can't get you can't be attached to anyone it's like game of thrones i know 
there is one person I'm attaching myself to. So there is a character in this game. Her name's Kyoko. I have purposefully chosen to talk to her and be friends with her um, because I don't know what her ultimate skill is yet. So she's kind of like the mysterious character where where um at the beginning of the the beginning of the game Makoto was like what's your ultimate skill and she goes I don't want to tell you and I'm like oh god typical <laughs> typical <no>. typical <laughs> so that's where we're at right now um I um i'm probably gonna play just one and then move on to a different game move on to uh judgment uh because i i know i have the trilogy but i'll spread that out throughout the year i'm not gonna play all of it at once mm-hmm. yeah unless i finish danganronpa in the next two weeks i don't know how long this game is so we'll see okay cool yeah cool those are all my thoughts about uh dangan rampa dangan rampa Sorry, y'all. I don't know how to say it yet. Yeah, just say it like a true American. Yes. Dang and Rampa. Yes. Um, but um, I have I have some predictions. I I do think that because you don't know who Kyoko is, that she's going to be one of the final three, just because it makes sense storyline wise. Um, I I bet you this game's gonna pull some dumb shit where. Makoto's never going to kill anyone. So, uh probably huh. the best ending is he doesn't kill anyone. So, we'll see how all of that comes together in the end. Cool. Yes. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. I mean, I'm I'm curious about this game, but uh I mean, I hope that uh, I hope my like that description made a little sense for everyone who doesn't know what the game is. <laughs> Is there an anime? I might just like watch the anime. Oh, there's got to be an anime. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yes. There, is. there definitely is. There definitely is. Can- Danganronpa, the animation. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I mean, if I maybe this will give me the same story as the game or it's games. Gabra- I, I would bet it does. No doubt about it. Oh. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, I'll check it out. Thanks for sharing. Yes. No worries. On my end, I haven't been playing too much. I've been kind of busy outside of the gaming world. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing I could talk about is that uh, I've been, I booted up um, Rising Storm 2 Vietnam back up on Steam again. Dude, and so does, is something going on with Rising Storm? Because suddenly I'm noticing a lot of people talking about that game. It was on sale... Okay. Uh, like uh, like last week, and so a bunch of people bought it. So there's a, there's like more there's an influx of new users playing the okay, game. Okay, that is, makes which sense. Which is also a good, yeah, it's it's a good thing because there's you know there's more people playing it. They they kind of updated it like recently. Yes. Like I think last like the at the end of last year, so a bunch of new maps got added, uh, more community support. They added a new game mode, uh, a bunch of other stuff. So I mean it's. It's a, it's a game that's still kicking, which is great because, you know, yes, you're, that is competing, great. you're competing against like Apex and Fortnite and PUBG and you have this game that's not really fitting in the Battle Royale genre. It's still like a team-based multiplayer game. And that's what I like about it is that um, it's literally just a, a standard war shooter with two sides and you you both have one goal. So, I mean, it's it's great. Uh, 
I've been I've been playing it because I could just play like for an hour and feel satisfied, and then I can go back to like doing other stuff. So, yeah, I again I'm kind of waiting for the summer to come up so that I can find more time to finish Sekiro. Um, Judgment's coming out. Judgment, at the end of, of course, June. is coming out. Yeah, and so I mean, E3 is happening next month, so there's going to be a lot of really crazy game announcements and uh, and releases. In two and a half weeks. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I've just been playing a little bit of uh, Rising Storm 2 Vietnam. Cool, Hopping cool. back on that for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to play multiple games at the same time. So uh, I'm trying to just be a one-game man right now and play what I can. It's all good. Um, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, if you if you have Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, let me know. Maybe we can squad up, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nah, mean. Nah, mean. <laughs> Uh, speaking of E3, Elisa, let's jump right into it. There's a lot of stuff we got to talk about E3, but before that, uh, there's one thing I want to talk about that's kind of been leading up to E3 or something that's kind of been, uh, there, uh, or something that's not there, something that's happened recently. All right. Um, did you, did you know about Telltale games being pulled from GOG and Steam? Whoa, I did not know about that. Yeah, so Tales from the Borderlands was pulled from Steam. Um, from GOG's side, Tales from the Borderlands, The Wolf Among Us, Batman, they'll all be removed on the 27th of May. What? Okay. Do we know why? Um, Because... it It's just because the whole fiasco went f- down and 2K is just pulling the plug, I guess. A bankrupt studio should not necessarily pull the games though which is why i'm a little confused yeah no i i don't know what's happening hmm. i don't know why i don't know why it's happening it's just like it just seems like 2k is pulling the games oh wow so yeah everything from like salmon max to strong Bad's cool game for attractive people yeah they're all they're getting pulled the walking dead is being pulled like so the tales of the borderlands and the walking dead they both appear on Steam on the store pages, yeah. but you can't purchase them. They're just there. Like they literally just show it there, like a tease, and they're like, "Okay, well, you can't really do that." So a lot of people have been clamoring, saying, um, "Like pull at least put back Tales from the Borderlands because Borderlands Three is coming out. A lot of people are going to be interested in the game, and some of the characters from Tales of the Borderlands will be appearing in Borderlands Three. So people won't have context as to who these people are, who these characters are uh, in Borderlands Three. Um, if you already own Steam games that have been pulled from Steam, of course, this means that you get to keep them forever. Well, as long as Steam exists forever in that sense. Uh, so me, for example, I actually own Tales from the Borderlands on Steam and I haven't played it yet. But seeing this news, I actually do want to play it just to see, uh, you know, get just get a download before Borderlands 3 comes out. But also I am curious about the game and yeah. kind of like the last I've only played two Telltale games. I've played the Back to the Future game and the Jurassic Park one, and both of them were kind of meh. Like, I'm not a huge point-and-click fan. Yeah, that's uh, it's a niche crowd. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's definitely an audience for it. Of course, so like with the Walking Dead games, they're, they're a little bit more interactive. But with Jurassic Park, 
and uh, Back to the Future, there was some action segments, but for the most part, it was more of your standard point-and-click adventure. And I, I, I mainly did it for the story because these were like, these are basically canon to the the lores of each of their franchises. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of both the Jurassic Park series and the Back to the Future series, and that's the only reason why I bought those games totally. was to just play them. Yeah, just to play them and see what they're about, but. It's really sad that these games are being pulled altogether from a developer that was known to be really great and make a lot of really cool games. And um, if you haven't had a chance, check out No Clips documentary on the border. On sorry, on the uh, yes, uh, I checked it. Telltale out too. employees. It's a very, very, very good channel. Yeah, no, out. I watched the Half Life one. The Half Life one yeah. was awesome. There's a bunch of other ones they're doing. There's an upcoming upcoming documentary with uh, Suda51. He's the guy that uh, created No More Heroes. I'm looking forward to that one. But uh, the Telltale one was definitely, wow, it was it was powerful. I'd say it yes. was it was there was a lot to take in because everyone had good memories and they were all just kind of shattered by poor management. I so know. yeah, check that out if you have a chance. It's like only like forty something minutes, so yeah, it's not that long. So I just wanted to confirm, uh, because the studio is gone, there's no money to renew the licenses for uh the for the IP. Therefore, that's why they can't be sold digitally anymore. Oh, okay. So it's it, it's an IP issue just because no one's paying for it. Um, but it what it seems to what it seems to look like is for physical copies, since physical copies are just out in the open, if you don't have a or if you want to get one of these and it's off of digital you could still nah, uh, uh you can still grab a digital uh, a physical copy so long as it's still it hasn't been sold out because once it sells out it's sold out yeah um i think well whenever this podcast comes out i think it'll be too late yeah but i mean i hope that people are reading the news and seeing what's happening because you know, it's it is your last chance to get these games. Yes, and you know you'll you can in a sense you you'll own a piece of history. You will. You can't really share that. You can't really share with other people. You will. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to put that on the table, Lisa. See if you were aware. Yeah, that was what, that um, was my first time finding out. It's very unfortunate. It has to happen. Um, it's very the whole um the whole uh telltale situation really opened up a lot of issues going on in the gaming industry and management revolving around it and um hopefully we just look at this in history and we can learn from our mistakes as we move forward with other studios and other ways to make games agreed yeah i mean this is all just a learning a really good learning experience yep. but at, at the same time um you know there's a lot to be said about this whole thing and we've kind of already said these things enough but like it all starts with the gamers and voting with your wallets but at the same time it's the people that make these games are the ones that are suffering the most i'd say of course and we're just here to enjoy the content that they make but not realize that there's something going on behind the scenes yep yeah it's it sucks you know but uh it, this is the way it is, and there's not a lot that we could do. So, yeah, well, we'll just hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about something a little bit happier. Let's talk about like E3. Let's talk about stuff that people want to hear. All right. So we haven't talked about E3 
pretty much at all this past uh this past month and we're finally just gonna look at all of the rumors and just give our predictions of what's gonna happen for e3 2019 yeah um should we start with like conferences like should we just go by each conference and just talk about it all right so the schedule for e3 this year i i think microsoft is the first press conference as always right uh yeah i, I think so i think they're, um, they're yeah uh is it ea this year that's first or is it always i think microsoft? i think it's microsoft that's first uh ea play kicks off june 7th okay but is that in is that an official i um co- don't. You, you know what i mean like is that is that actually like an official lot like pre like e3 press I mean, people will be since it's so close to the date. Then I, I just think it's, it's not officially part of the days in E three, but I yeah. mean, it's just there. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, we'll just count it. I mean, I'm looking forward to um, Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn. Yeah, and, the- and maybe some Titanfall three, but that's about it. For sure. I'm not a huge EA guy, so mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, everyone's been saying that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is vastly different from any other thing EA's put out, and I, I mean, I won't believe it till I see it. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll just hope for the best. It's always nice to know that um, after a few of the setbacks from Battlefront and everything, that they're focusing on a fir- uh, on a uh, first person or not first person, sorry, a single player. So, uh. I think to see where that narrative goes, uh, we'll find out in about three weeks. Yeah, and uh, you'll hear our thoughts and opinions once it comes out. Yep. Um, first of all, uh, have you heard that Fable Four is going to have some reveals? Oh yeah, y- I heard about that. Yeah, so uh, there. So I think the company that can benefit the most from E3 is Microsoft. And Nintendo is going to have a presence at E3, no doubt. But Nintendo already does announcements outside of this huge press conference. They have the the seasonal thing. Although I feel like Nintendo's announcements are like, what's it called? What's it called when Nintendo does an announcement? Uh, Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct is monthly now, almost. Yeah, like they have I mean, I'm something not every month. So, I think you shouldn't expect a lot of new stuff announced at E3, but probably some good follow-ups and good demos, and may- potentially a- there will be a new announcement. You never know. But I think Microsoft they don't have this type of format of revealing news, so. They could really go all out with this conference, which I think they should. And- yeah, I I, th- I think their biggest two things they're gonna reveal are uh, Halo Infinite, which is pretty much a given since last year they showed something, but this year I I want them to show more. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's coming out on PC. It is coming out on PC. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not I don't need an Xbox to play it, but they will probably be announcing a new xbox 
Yes. Which is their second their, their second biggest thing. Yeah. No doubt about that. There, there's going to be something console related for Microsoft. Fable, the next Fable, might be announced as well. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I haven't played any of the Fable games. I think I own one of them. But uh, I haven't really played it that much because it's just one of those games that takes a long time and I'm like, eh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know that I know there's a lot of things you could do in that game. It's pretty much like your standard RPG. Um, yeah. So Microsoft, I'm definitely looking forward to just because of Halo. That's literally the only, the only thing. And I hope they, they talk more about the Master Chief collection for PC. So yes. we'll see. There, um, there's a rumor that CD Projekt Red's working on The Witcher Four. We don't know for yeah. Sure. We don't know for sure yet, but that is a rumor. I also want them to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 a little bit more too. Do you think that 2077 is now going to come out on the new Xbox and the PS5? Yes, it it could be. It could be released for both consoles, both meaning the PS4 and Xbox One. I would think as so, well as yeah. The next box and the PS5. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it against them. I feel like that's... It would just be a smart move whenever these consoles come out. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact that the PS5 is rumored to be backwards compatible is going to be something huge for me. But um, I don't think I'm ready to just jump the gun yet. I think I'm just going to wait a little bit. You got to see what the launch package is. If the launch package... Exactly. Like I said um, last or previous podcast, if that launch package comes out with like a n- with their new PSVR or like something huge, it- it'll be worth getting on launch. But yeah. <laughs> we'll see. If it comes with some BS stuff, like you get a t-shirt, you get a belt, <laughs> you-, you get a clown nose i don't know you get a bunch of stuff i'll be like what the fuck i'm not gonna spend my money on this <laughs> yeah no i'm uh I, we'll just wait we'll we'll wait and see again you know you don't you don't need to put your money down until you see it nope until, until you hold it until you touch it at the store and you're like wow i'm at gamestop playing a little demo version of it this is great i think i'm gonna buy this myself at least that's how i Used to think that GameStop was like. Now they don't even have those kiosks anymore. <laughs> now you have to go to Target. No, I'm just kidding. You can, you can still go to Target and do it. You can. <laughs> uh, Square Enix is on Monday, June 10th. And uh, hopefully we'll hear more about the Avengers game that Crystal Dynamics and yes. Adios Montreal are, are putting together. Um, there's supposed to be some DLC from Kingdom Hearts 3 that's going to be announced. Uh, and some Final Fantasy VII Remake stuff, which was promised to us a few weeks ago in a teaser trailer that said more to come in June. We're like, okay. So I know a lot of people are hyped for Final Fantasy VII Remake. People have been hyped for 10 years, and some people I'm shocked are still hyped. <laughs> really? I know. it's well, They're the same crowd that's been like, yo, Kingdom Hearts 3 on the PS3. Okay, that's like, actually very uh, true. That's, that's so true. Yeah. Again, Square is a developer that delivers they just take time they just take so much time i know for for whatever dumb reason uh i would love for okay. square enix to announce a new game with a uh, with a uh, uh, level 5 are they level 5 origins the people who did near automata um 
That's a great, Crap, great who, question. Did I even say that studio correctly? Because um, Square Enix published it, I know for a fact. Oh, no, actually, mm-hmm. never mind, never mind. Nier Automata was Platinum Games. Oh, okay. The, devel- the developer sense. was Platinum Games. I would love for Square right. Enix to announce, not a, not a Nier Automata, obviously, but a game with in conjunction with Platinum that is kind of like their next fun or like their next dark jrpg yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool all right uh and then we have bethesda who will hopefully talk about some uh doom eternal maybe a little bit of uh wolfenstein young blood um i they who is it todd howard announced at pax east that they're not going to talk about Elder Scrolls 6 or Starfield, so we won't hear anything about that. I don't know. Maybe we'll hear some Fallout 76 stuff, but eh, I don't really play that game, and I'm not, I'm not interested, so yeah, whatever, whatever. With Elder Scrolls 6, you know how they made that announcement last year? Yes. I bet you they were barely into production. I bet you they were only two years into production, and I, th- I would assume the upcoming Elder Scrolls 6, which is probably going to come out on the new consoles now going to take at least five years to develop i see yeah i bet you I believe it's not it. even close to being done i mean i'm sure it's still like a concept and i'm I'm sure they're looking at trends and looking at the market and trying to figure out where is this gonna go but you know yeah. at the end of the day like it, no one really knows yeah Okay, and Nintendo is on Tuesday, June 11th, where they have a Nintendo Direct at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yes. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. And uh, we're going to find more about Pokemon Sword Shield, Mario Maker 2, the Link's Awakening remake, and some things that I'm really hoping for that I know they're going to talk about are uh, Animal Crossing and oh, Luigi's Mansion 3. They're probably going to talk about Animal Crossing. I would bet you that if you went to E3, you could try Animal Crossing. Oh man, I, I I want co-op in Animal Crossing, like on the same console, Ooh, you know. That would That'd be, be nice. so cool. Ugh, just like two people, just have two people share the same screen. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, my my hopes for Nintendo's Direct that I don't know if they're gonna announce anything or maybe likely not is a new fighter for Super Smash Brothers, mm. maybe some Super Mario Party DLC, which I'm really hoping. And the third thing I really want from them. Well, there's a there's a fourth thing too, but the th- well, the third thing I want from them is uh, um, what's it called? Like some Mario Kart DLC. I know this game is like yeah. super old to them, but I want like more tracks and more carts, and I just or just allow, announce a new Mario. Kart. Oh no, I was actually Mario. about to say that instead. Just have a, a yeah, outright, Just have a new Mario Kart. Uh, the the fourth thing is this is kind of a bundle. It's like I want to hear more about Star Fox and F Zero. If there's anything that's gonna appear about those two I franchises see. on the Switch, I don't know. That's that's my hope and and dreams right there. But but we'll see. I'm just like eh, whatever. I think for me, I want to see more pictures of what the new Switches are gonna look like because oh that's right yeah yeah because uh, I don't have a as you all know I don't have a Switch yet. I do want to get a Switch. I prefer something smaller than what the current switch is at so if i see what uh, if i see what i want then you know that will determine whether i wait for that if i don't see what i want then i guess i'm just gonna buy the switch right now so (laughs) 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I would. Is Octop? Go ahead. I just would like a smaller version of the Switch, or like slightly smaller. Like if you made it an inch smaller, I would be happy. That's like the idea. People were saying that there's going to be two versions, like a XL version and yeah. kind of like a on the go, like an on the go mini version. But I don't know. It, it, like these are all rumors and speculation. Of course, of course. And we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I was going to say Octopath Traveler used to only be on the Switch, which was pro- which would probably be a reason for you to get it because I think it's a, a JRPG that you'd really like. But it's actually on Steam, so yeah, you don't have. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I, you can take it on the go, which is nice. You could take it on the go for the Switch. It is a convenient. Like I, I know that it's on that it's on Steam, and this is a game that's been on my radar. Or actually, I don't know if it's on Steam yet, or but it is at least we know coming to PC. But man, that is that is a game that is convenient that you can t- if it's in a travel size. Yeah, just the nature uh, of JRPGs in general. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I I just confirmed right now that it's coming on June seventh oh, for sixty dollars. Okay. okay. Which is expensive. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a popular game. A lot of people like it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I might I might try it out. Yeah. We'll see. Um, like I wish I got Danganronpa on a on my Vita almost because I know for a fact that it's available on Vita. But I got the whole trilogy, so it's it's fine. But man, JRPGs really do fit travel size. Yeah. No regrets, though. No regrets. If there, I mean, if there's a, a, a if there are games that you still want for your Vita, I'd say start buying them now because yeah. you know there oh, could be a course, time yeah. when you won't you might not be able to buy them anymore. Yep. That's, that's my my feeling towards GameCube games, at least. Yes. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, um, and another rumor that came out was that George R. R. Martin's working on a uh, Game of Thrones game, or maybe it's a Game of Thrones game with uh, From Software's Hidetaka Miyazaki. So, so you f- he's working on a game with them. So it's probably Game of Thrones. Let's so, be honest. So we now know why the final books haven't been finished yet. It's because he's working on a game, apparently. He's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. He I'm, stopped. Not, I'm working on a game. He's just like, oh, <laughs> I don't need to finish this book if I can make a game out of it. He's like, I'm working on it. He's like getting on a plane. He's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't it- worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves. Jesus. <laughs> it would be crazy, though, because Sekiro is very popular, or at least like it it like got the sales that it needed so if from software can pull off a game of thrones game they would be doing very well for themselves yeah no absolutely and they're already you know, despite... doing well for themselves but like this would oh, be oh yeah this... yeah oh my god jeremy would there be a dark souls style game of thrones that's what everyone's speculating everyone's thinking like wow that would be cool and you know despite all the negative criticisms really... of is it really that cool? I mean, I mean, I I haven't I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Souls series. I haven't played any of them and I again, Sekiro is my first foray into the whole series. Uh so I'm just like, "Eh, this is this is my standard now." But I mean, despite the negative criticisms of 
of the most recent Game of Thrones season, you have to admit that if this game did come out, if a Game of Thrones video game that's like a Dark Souls game came out, then people would buy it. Like they would probably sell more than a million copies because people like both of those two things, like the medieval fantasy genre and game. Yeah, and like you know the the difficulty of the From Software games. Would you rather play a Game of Thrones that's like Bloodborne, or or would you rather play a Game of Thrones that's like Skyrim? I would rather play a Skyrim style of Game of Thrones. I would rather play a Skyrim style of Game of Thrones as well. Um, and there's mods out there you can use to make Skyrim like that. Or you can do the route that I did, which was in the game Mount and Blade Warband, there's a mod called uh, Clash of Kings, which is basically it turns the whole map into Game of Thrones, Westeros and Essos and... Um, yeah, and the all like the whole all the textures are modded differently. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean that in itself is already a Game of Thrones video game, and you can just get it for free as long as you own Warband. But again, Warband's not a perfect game, and it's nowhere near the same quality and the same spectrum as Skyrim. But they are both RPGs in a certain sense. Skyrim just has the magic factor on it, which is you know the the game is built around you know the the magic, but also the combat. Whereas, um. Warband is limited to the kinds of things it can do in the game since it's um it was ba- it's the the base model is a medieval game with no magic. So yeah. if if you're not, if you really care about those kinds of things then I would say a modded version of Skyrim or a Skyrim like game with game of Th- with a Game of Thrones setting is a lot more appealing to me because of the open world and like you know the the, the story that you make by yourself as a as opposed to the same path that you travel with other people. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, but uh again, he's been he's been busy making the game and he's like, I'm putting it off, so <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah, uh we'll see what he does next. I mean, hopefully he finished it and so he can finish the books, because I know a lot of people are clamoring for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, and that was like the most recent rumor that came out that I saw. Yeah, that was the most recent rumor I saw. Um, my general prediction of E3 is I think Microsoft is gonna go all out, but I don't. But I think because Nintendo has already been relying on directs and how um, E3 has turned into much more of a fan convention instead of actually having announcements happen during e3 um i i do think we're gonna see less announcements than we we're gonna see announcements dwindle i think throughout the years unless um like xbox does something like crazy or nintendo or like anyone does something crazy and they're like oh there's still a lot in doing a live press conference at e3 and announcing things there right yeah no i the same sentiments as well. I mean, E3 is changing a lot. Yes. Um, so, because one of the big three pulled out and they're just like, okay, well, uh, what do we do now? I mean, like, I'm sure they weren't running around with their heads cut off, but, I'm, but at the same time, they're just like, okay, we can we can do this. Yeah. But we have to change things a little bit. Because, of course. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, because, of course, Microsoft can easily have their own conference as well, just as PlayStation's going to eventually have their own conference. So. Yeah, and if that happens, I think Nintendo would stay at E3 just to kind of hold down the fort for a bit. 
But they've already kind of left in the sense that they just show up there with their games already ready to play. And they just announce everything through video that you can watch over and over again. An interesting thing about Square Enix is even though PlayStation is not going to be there, technically a lot of Square Enix games are PlayStation based. So PlayStation will be there. And I would say the same thing for a lot of developers who are Japanese based. They're probably going to be showcasing their demos on a PlayStation. So it's kind of funny how even though they're not physically there, they're still in our hearts. <laughs> the spirit of Sony lives on the of through so- the games. Through the game. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. I it mean, we're not going to I mean, we probably we probably won't see Ghost of Tsushima because that's kind of a first party title. And it, but- rumors are starting to show there might be on launch of PlayStation 5 too. Oh, uh, no. I want uh I mean it's still coming out on PS4, but still. Yeah, it's still going to come it's still going to come out on PS4. It's just that they might wait a little longer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Which it, uh you know, I I don't mind waiting for perfection because that game will be the greatest game of all time. Anyways. Ugh. It's going to be an easier version of Sekiro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least to me. <laughs> Uh, one thing I mentioned, uh, one thing I forgot to mention was that I I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit of the new Yakuza game that's going to come out. Yakuza three Shin Yak yeah Shin Ryugago. Oh Toku, like oh, the, you're the, talking the, about the new character. Yeah, the, I want to see the new game. I want to see what this new dude's all about. Yeah, I just want to you know, know more Yakuza. You know, because most likely E3, there's going to be a quick demo of Judgment, and because they usually have two things. Uh, that they that Sega focuses on. So obviously, Judgment is one, and I, yeah, I agree. I would love to see some new footage of an upcoming of the upcoming Yakuza. Yeah, it, just show it to me. I know it's a. It's been a little quiet since we haven't gotten a release date yet for Yakuza Three, the remake. So, uh, mm. still waiting. Um, because Sega is pretty reliable in terms of um giving the fan base dates. Um, so just, um, I know that they're focusing a lot on judgment and I do want to play that game as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they talk about it at least, at least a little bit. I think so. If not, then we're, if we don't hear anything at E3, we might just hear about it at Tokyo game show in September. So yeah, we'll see. And again, like I'm still waiting for three, four and five to come out on PS4 in the West because it's kind of quiet right now. Yeah, uh, um, like I said, if we don't hear anything about Yakuza 3 coming out in fall this year, I might play it on PS3 if I'm, like, impatient. But we'll see. We'll see what happens because Judgment's going to be a long game as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Judgment's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting take on the the franchise. I'm so hyped. Uh- it's going to be legit. <laughs> Yeah, I we'll be talking about it a lot. Oh so, yeah, you know it. Yeah, you'll you'll hear us talk about that game in detail, just as we did when uh, the other Yakuza games came out. I know. Uh, not at E three news, but uh, at least my my last thing that I want to talk about is that Sony announced that they're going to have a division called PlayStation Productions, and it's going to be a studio specifically for turning all of their IP into TV shows and movies. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Wh- I'm like, okay. Which I'm just like... um, I think someone posted in on the Discord 
that this is probably going to be the studio that works on Uncharted because we've heard rumors of that already with Tom Holland. Um, so that makes mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then I bet you they probably did it too because of Spider Man, just so that they can get a piece of that. And then also, um, I want I would say that PlayStation View, which is their live streaming service. I wonder if they're doing this specifically for PlayStation View views <laughs> or if this uh-huh. is or if this is going to be in conjunction with a partnership with someone else and PlayStation's going to like be featured on Hulu or PlayStation's going to be featured on Netflix or or you know what I mean. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Yeah. Not sure. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of possibilities there. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm hopefully cautious. I don't know if I want a God of War game, uh, a movie, or a TV show. I don't, I don't even want a Uncharted oh, TV yeah, I don't show want, or movie. I, I don't want one either. There are some games that should just stay games and not be made into movies. Yeah. I feel that way about a lot of things. <laughs> but sometimes it's too late, like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers and Doom featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, uh, uh. And Carl Urban for some reason. <laughs> that was a terrible movie. I watched that on DVD and I was like, I, need, I want to return this. Yeah. Uh, Alisa, where can people find us? www.downtime.live. Look on the left module panel and you will see a link to our Discord. And you can join the Discord on the website. You can also find our email. Contact at downtime.live. You can go to any of the platforms where we have the podcast, which is YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Podbean, let's see, Blueberry, and post a comment and we will respond to it. On the podcast. On the podcast. And if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts or iTunes, shoot us a review and rate us five stars. Please. And you know now, uh, you know when we were talking about Yakuza, uh, Jeremy. I feel like we should mm-hmm. we should have a Yakuza podcast sometime soon. It's been a while. It's been a very long time since we talked about that game. Yeah, we we maybe we could do like let's do let's do a special of some sort, but of, of something that we haven't talked about with Yakuza yet. Okay, maybe maybe it could be like. I wouldn't say a history of Yakuza because there's a lot to talk about. You can't just talk about all the games in sequential order because there's so many little things that happen in the games that you're just like, this is so much information to process. I don't know. Which guy were you talking about? (laughs) Like who, what, who did what? But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah. We'll think of something fun. Um, Cool. Yeah. All right. This has been the 103rd podcast. Thank you all for listening. Um, we do not support who took the throne last week. Yeah. Um, that was kind of stupid. But, you know, life goes on in the United States. So, <laughs> Or wherever you or are wherever right you now, are, life goes or on. Or wherever you live, life just goes on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stay tuned next week. If there's any other rumors, we'll cover it. And all right. Have a good weekend. See ya. Have a good one.